You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi everyone, Sandman here. This topic is out in left field. In fact, it's so far out in left field that it's probably on another planet or in another dimension. In the past, I've photographed things as well as seen things that I would classify as UFOs. And I'm not coming here to talk out of my ass but to show you proof and photographic evidence of different flying craft that I've captured on my camera. The same place I took these photos, I visited once in the dead of winter with a friend of mine. And while we were there, looking over the lake, I saw something that I can only describe as a ball of fire or an orb flying over the lake. I didn't for a single moment think it was a plane or a boat. And the moment I realized that it wasn't a plane and that it was something out of the ordinary, it stopped in mid-air and moved over to my location at extremely high velocity and then hovered over the trees. It looked like a car-sized ball of living fire spinning around in the air. I looked over to the woman that I was with at the time and she was bolting back towards the car. At that moment, my curious nature was extinguished by the need to protect and comfort her. So I ran back to the car to protect her. What I should have done was continue to stand there and observe the object. I could have watched it and maybe something interesting and unexpected could have happened. If ever there was a moment in my life that I regretted, it was basically running off to comfort a woman while a hovering UFO was over my head. The images I'm showing you here are in the general vicinity of where I saw that UFO and I ended up taking them over the next couple of years. I got back to the car that night and comforted her and she was terrified but she ended up feeling better. My biological instinct and imperative to make her feel safe and secure robbed me of a very great experience. The place I saw this UFO at night as a ball of flame was called the Adamson Estate. And if you follow the lake to another place called Port Credit, that's the place where I photographed this disc-shaped object a few years later during the daytime. On my bookshelf stands the book, The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. And in that book, humanity has genetically splintered into two separate groups the Eloy, and the Morlocks. I want to use the Eloy and the Morlocks as a starting point for expanding my discussion in this video. In the book The Time Machine, the time traveler names them the Eloy and the Morlocks. In H.G. Wells' version of the future, humans split into two groups. But I think that he was writing a story to some extent as an allegory to men and women, where the Morlocks are men and the Eloy are women. Here are some differentiating features between the Eloy and the Morlocks. The Eloi are pretty and beautiful, and the Morlocks are not. The Eloi are for the most part dumb, and the Morlocks are also dumb, but far more intelligent than the Eloi. And the Morlocks work, and the Eloi do not. During the Victorian period, perhaps H.G. Wells was making observations about industrial men working in the dark, dirty pits and factories that were virtually underground, while women lived up in their homes and above the ground in the daylight. 
Or maybe to some extent he was trying to extrapolate the division between the laborer class and the leisure class. And the Morlocks were also literally eating the Eloi, much in the same way that upper classes consumed the labor and wealth of the lower classes, or how the feminists claimed that men consume women as sexual objects. H.G. Wells probably saw that human genes and evolution are not static and are constantly changing. From this point on in the video, it'll mostly be a thought experiment. Many people say that the so-called gray aliens, the ones that most people see and encounter, might be us from a distant future or dimension. People often make the assumption that the greys are doing sexual and reproductive experiments on human beings. What if they're using human women as gestational surrogates for their offspring? The greys seem to have no male or female genitalia as well. According to many accounts, they also seem to have a hive mind and communicate telepathically, and seem to be ruled in most cases by logic and reason instead of emotions. One theory would be that humans will never survive in our current form, so we'll need to redefine what it means to be human, genetically. After most of us men have swallowed the red pill, we probably wish that we could shut down our sexual desires completely, so that we would no longer find ourselves in a position where we would t be taken advantage of by women. Or that we could turn off our desire for companionship and courtship with women as well. What if in the distant future we figure out a way to do that? What if we find a way to alter our DNA so that we no longer need to reproduce? And so that we also lack sexual organs and are born functionally asexual? How would we reproduce in that case? How would we propagate our species? If we could then travel back into the past and use women as incubators for ourselves in the distant past, would we do it? Would we travel backwards in time if we had the means, impregnate women in this dimension or timeline, with our children and then return a few weeks or months later and collect the fetuses and then raise them in incubators from that point forward. I don't know the answer to that, but the more I look at humanity and our nature, which is for men to go out and destroy the ecology of this planet so that we can go and impress our female mates, we aren't going to survive. We are killing the planet to get a date. The only way I see to save the ecology of this planet is to recreate the human genome so that we don't continue our current behaviors. Most of us operate on autopilot, or our subconscious mind, and we don't take into consideration the harm that we're doing to our planet and ourselves. Are red pill men the next evolutionary step in our species? Becoming aware of the way that our mind tricks us into reproducing might be a spark that we need to reform humanity into something that is no longer a slave to biology and biological imperative. I've worked hard to free myself from relationships that have emotionally and financially tried to enslave me. I've even freed myself from living as a corporate drone. But that pesky lizard brain is like a prison for my own consciousness. It forces me to be a slave to my own biology. And no matter how much I try to liberate my consciousness from that wetware, the more I realize that I have limited in terms of biology. Would it be a bad idea to recreate the human form into something different? Would it be a good idea to destroy gender once and for all? Would this be something that we want for ourselves? I don't know about you, but if I was born outside the bondage of biology, as well as capable of communicating with all the other members of my species in a telepathic way, I would never feel alone, and I wouldn't spend most of my teenage years and twenties like I did, thinking about women as well as sex. So much of most men's lives are spent nesting, procreating, chasing women instead of solving the mysteries of existence. I often think that if we want to go our own way, we need to go our own way biologically, and control our own evolutionary destiny. But all of this is just talk. I have no science to back me up or any of these ideas. They are just that, ideas and thoughts. 
What I do know is that becoming truly aware of my own place in nature is kind of sad and inspiring at the same time. What if humanity are the Eloi in some crazy sense, and the grey aliens are the Morlocks? The night I saw that UFO hovering over the tree line, it was in the process of going into the lake. There's also a website called orbwatch.com, which I'm adding in the description below. Apparently one of these so-called places where these UFOs entered the lake is near the old Lakeview Generating Station that I showed you in a picture earlier. I'm not the only one to report or document activity or record it with the camera. They, on the other hand, have recorded it on video so that everyone can see it in action. Take the thoughts and images that I've shared with you and do whatever you wish with them. But I feel it's important for me to share them with everyone and understand that to be truly free, we might have to shed our current biological form and adopt another. Again, try to take this as some form of a thought experiment or some kind of MGTOW science fiction. And also let me know how you would alter humanity's genetics now that you know about MGTOW as well as the red pill. I'd love to hear everyone's answers on this particular subject. I think that rewiring our DNA is the only way to save ourselves as well as the planet. That's just my opinion. Humans have destroyed the Eskimo Krulu, a bird once numbering the millions in the Western Hemisphere. With regards to the North American penguin, we wiped out that entire species of bird so that we could make hats and coats out of their feathers. And we wiped out an entire species of pigeon, the passenger pigeon, so that we could feed them to our dogs and use them as fertilizer on our fields. I don't care if people call me an environmentalist, but killing species after species is simply not a good idea, and I'm sure that everyone can agree to that. Even during the Roman period, there were contraceptive plants that grew in the grasslands in North Africa. But all of those plants were ripped out of the ground and sold into the Roman economy as a form of contraceptive. Men also ended up deforesting Easter Island to build what? Those giant stone heads. To impress whom, you ask? Women, of course. Even the ancient Greeks made reference to the fact that their homeland was filled with lush gardens and tons of animals, and that the Greeks had destroyed their own natural environment, and this is back in the days of 1000 BC. Even a place like Baghdad was once part of Babylon, I believe, and if you read the tales of Gilgamesh, they say that that part of the world had so many trees that their branches literally blacked out the sun. Today, the place is a complete desert. I could go on and on, but I'd just be beating a dead horse here. Basically, civilization is man's protective urge gone mad, and women's need to be protected gone mad as well. As a species, most of us have gone completely nuts. I don't want to see us go back to a nomadic hunter-gatherer lifestyle, but instead I would want us to go into a situation where we can balance the biosphere and rebuild ourselves genetically for a different existence. Anyways, I'm sure that many of you are skeptical about my UFO experiences. Hopefully the photos and the fact that I was with someone when it happened can make up for that, as well as the website that I'm sharing with everyone. Well, that's all I've got to say on this particular subject. I just think it's important to keep ourselves open when it comes to evolution, as well as the possibility that until we alter our genetic makeup, we will never fully and truly go our own way. Recently I've talked about genetically modified foods, and how I'm against them. And the reason I'm against them is that if we modify our food, we need to also modify ourselves to accept that food source. Otherwise, it could cause cancer and other unforeseen consequences. But that's a topic for another day. Well, that's about all I've got to say on this for today. Thanks again to everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.